This is the Life is Blue Variety Show, the show where we laugh and enjoy life's problems while we're young. Learn to laugh at your problems, because everyone else is, and your host will show you how through a melody of gritty hard truths, along with some well-placed curse words. Viewer discretion's advised. Life is Blue Variety Show. Your host, the mastermind, Chris Blue. Yes, sir. Back again, folks. We're 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 back again, folks. Yes, indeed. Yet another episode of what was it called again? Life is Blue Variety Show. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, your favorite weekly podcast. This is, wait a minute, again, I'm sorry, I've been going through a lot recently. So it always defeats me. What is it called again? Life is Blue Variety Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I am your host, comedian, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me. That guy, him, Chris Blue. And here we are for another episode. I really hope that this episode, as you hear the soulful stylings of my voice, I hope that you're having a great week so far. I hope that your day and week has been filled with memories that you won't be able to forget good ones at least and if it's bad ones chill out do what you gotta do because for the next hour i got you so we got a lot of stuff to talk about so there's a lot of things that has been going on this week so we're gonna start off first with the bet awards and then we're gonna go off into something that a bunch of people have been tagging me in and i'm gonna talk my shit about that when it gets to that time because people think they funny and shit and then after the break we're gonna get into my one of my near and dear topics how america itself will tell us that it is one justice system but in fact it seems like two um because at, at, at the same time, we get good news, we get bad news. It's really it's really as 50-50 as it gets. Not really, but, you know, that's what they want us to believe. So, And then we're going to have a mindful moment. In this mindful moment, I will be talking about time. Because I don't think that people understand 
the value of time. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to shed some light on that. And then we're going to get the fuck up out of here. So I'm not going to do y'all dirty like I've been doing for the last few weeks. And I apologize for that. I really do. Because for some reason, I always am forgetting the... Hey, 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 can't forget the music bed. Hey, can't forget the music bed. As I always been forgetting the music bed, though. But um, this week, June 25th, was the 23rd BET Awards. Now, if you didn't know this was the BET Awards, you are probably in the same boat as a bunch of people because I asked a few people and they had no idea the BET Awards was even near they didn't know when it was because it kind of just creeps up on you every year if you're not attending but the BET awards despite all the backlash i thought it was great i didn't even expect to be watching it but i actually ended up watching it in the part of the stuff that i saw was great um the whole show kicked off with lil uzi with i just want to rock and then it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop so of course we got into some some throwback we had the sugar hill gang we had mc light we had d nice we had big daddy kane then lotto performed then we got you know we had to get regulate from good old warren g went from yo-yo to tiger to e40 a great performance by coco jones then we went to Vito. we actually had the the migos reunion with quavo and offset which really was a tearjerker if you saw it and that went into Trick Daddy, Trainer, Uncle Luke, Chief Keith, Yin Yang Twins. The list goes on and on. Basically, it was it was a lot of performances. It was a lot of blackness. And it was a lot of throwback nostalgic memories associated with this one. So I enjoyed it. Now, a lot of people said that they thought it was ratchet or whatever. I say, have you ever seen the BET Awards? I mean, um, not to say it's ratchet, but... It's 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 stuff happens at the BET Awards. It's black. It's it's a it's a mix of ratchet ratchetness and righteousness. As I record this podcast and the day this podcast is gonna drop, that is a quote from one of my muses that I really look up to, and I cannot wait until the day I actually meet him. In Leonard McKelvey, aka Charlemagne the God. Now, um, just to go on a little tangent. I've been getting a bunch of backlash for, for you know what I'm saying, showing love to Charlemagne, but I really feel like, uh, I wouldn't even say backlash, I just a lot of people, some people don't understand why, but I feel like if you've been watching the metamorphosis of the person that I've been seeing and actually saw since like MTV's Guy Code, you can't say that number one, it's the same person, and number two, that he hasn't impacted the culture in the ways that people don't even like to talk about. Because he actually stands, he stands on a platform of therapy, holding yourself accountable. You know, everything that people don't want to do, that is his platform, basically. You know what I mean? And just the way he is a champion, just therapy and just mental health. He was the first person really on the whole mental health thing. It wasn't nobody else that um, was on that as hard when he first mentioned it. And then it kind of became like a popular thing for people to say, you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely happy birthday to the legend, one of the greatest of all time, my greatest of all time, 
in radio and in broadcasting personalities. So that's just hey, that's just how I feel. Um, but going back to the BET Awards, of course there was actual awards. Now this is the part of the show where I'm just gonna be a hundred with y'all with this. Um, I don't really understand how certain BET Awards happen still. Like I don't forgive me. And I know I I don't want no smoke beehive, no smoke. Um, I come in peace. But I just don't understand why do we even nominate Beyonce for BET Awards at this point? I just don't understand because we just know she is never gonna get it. Them shits is paperweights at her house probably. I don't. I mean, she's never gonna go get them shits. I don't know who gonna pick it up. But and it's kind of messed up because you gotta acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? But hey, maybe one year she's gonna. She's going to just show up one time, and it's going to blow everybody. She, they're not even going to expect her to come. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, like, the next go-around or something. Hey, we're going to come back to this specific podcast episode if Beyonce fucking around and go to the BET Awards. We're going to come back to this one, and, I, and I'm just going to say I called it. But going through some of the winners and nominees for the different categories, so i never seen this before, but it was actually a tie for album of the year um, between Beyonce's Renaissance and Scissor's SOS. I didn't know that, you, that people tie. i never seen a tie before. Um, yeah, that's different. Then we're going to go to the vid. Then we have video of the year with and Kill Bill from Scissor won that. She won that over uh, First Class Jack Harlow and Tomorrow with Glorilla and Cardi B. And also about damn time with Lizzo. I never seen that two million up video with PZ, Jeezy, and Boston Richie. I might have to check that out. I never seen that. Um, then we got the Viewers Choice Award. Beyonce won the Viewers Choice Award. It would break my soul, and she won that over Wait for You, Super Freaky Girl, Last Last, My Burner Boy, Kill Bill, Scissor, Jimmy Cooks, and First Class Jack Harlow, and also about damn time Lizzo. So, yeah, I don't know who didn't see that coming. But next we have Best Collaboration. I actually like this one. This was Wait For You, Future with Drake and Tim's. I think that was a fire song. So, uh, and that one over Creeping Metro Boomin. I do like that song. Um, Big Energy, Lotto and Mariah Carey. That was the most unsuspecting um feature i ever seen I, when that happened i was like wow and of course dj Khaled has something to do with it um i also even though i'm a dude i kind of like that uh boys Elias song with uh pink panthers and um ice spice so and can't stop won't stop i like that song too all right for next we have the best male r&b and pop artist which was another tie between usher and chris brown i just feel like we just shouldn't have ties at award shows. We come out here to say, ain't nobody wanted. They gonna share it, my nigga. <laughs> I just feel like you just gotta just bite the bullet, flip a coin, and whoever win get it, whatever. Um, because with that, it kind of like who would get it? Like, will Usher or Chris Brown get it? Because if we're gonna be real, they weren't even there. So, who's gonna get it? So next we have best female R and B and pop artists. We got SZA. She won that. SZA had a great year. Um, damn, SZA beat uh Beyonce on that one. That's crazy. That's crazy. Then we got best female hip hop artist Lotto. 
Best male hip hop artist Kendrick. We got best new artist Coco Jones. Best group Drake and Twenty One Savage. BT Her Award went to Beyonce. Beyonce had three awards and ain't finna pick none of them shit. So, uh, we got best gospel with Maverick City Music and Kurt Franklin. VO Director of the Year Tiana Taylor. We have Black Panther Wakanda Forever best movie. Damsy Idris best actor definitely saw that coming. Best actress went to the Goat. Angela Bassett, we have Sportswoman of the Year, Angel Reese, I uh, understand that, Sportsman of the Year, Jalen Hurts, Best International Act, Burner Boy, and uh, Young the Young Stars Award went to Marseille Martin, uh, and the Lifetime Achievement Award, Buster Rhymes, that was a, that was a, a, a very touching tribute. Um, I'm saying all this to say I'm trying to get all the good out first because um, there is something that else that happened at the BET Awards that I'm being real with y'all. I got to talk about, so let's try and just let's 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 stay the, let's stay out of grown folks' business with this one. But Patty Labelle did a tribute, um, and um, she forgot the words. But let me just say. Patty is older. Patty also has forgotten the words of other songs. That is, that is a lot. I mean, hey, what can you do, man? This is not. This is a a seasoned lady we're talking about here. So we got to cut her some slack, man. But yeah, it was it was crazy because my mom. I as I said, I didn't expect to watch this, but my mom said had texted me and said, "Hey, if you are, if you end up watching it." Let me know when she come on. So she came on. I let her know. And she texted me back like, I wish you didn't let me know. I was like, that's crazy. Um, But, yeah. All in all, I think it was a good, I think it was a good night, for real. I think it was a great night. I think as far as not for a show to not have no writers, because we're in a writer's spot, a writer's um strike. And for a show to not even have a traditional host, having Kid Capri basically be the impromptu host, I just think it was a, as best as it was going to be. And I'm not trying to undermine it when I say that. I think it was a it was a great attempt, and people need to stop hating, for real. I really think it was dope. And I wish that more people would support things like this because we don't have nothing else like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get the love we deserve in Oscars. We don't get the love we deserve in all of the big, big time, well, the ones people regard as big time award shows. Why can't we show love and be happy for what we do have and how far it has came? But usually we point out the, the, the negatives loud. We don't talk about what we like, but everything negative, that is now a reflection of how we see our own stuff you see what i'm saying and then we wonder why people still want to go to the oscars and things like that because we don't respect our own stuff but that's a whole nother thing all right but um i gotta talk about this before we go into the first break because let me say this firsthand before we even get to starting talking about this for all the people that has sent me this article for all the people that has tagged me in this article for all the people that thought they was a damn comedian. All of a sudden, you can kiss 
the crack of my ass one one before I even say this because y'all y'all individuals ain't shit. So for the folks that don't know, I've been getting tagged so much in this article about this man having surgery to grow seven inches. I don't know if everybody just think they funny all of a sudden, but I had been short this whole time and I have done came this far. And when I get these millions, just know I'm still short. All right. So just remember that. And I'm so serious. Being short shamed should be against the law. But needless to say, I'm going to report, as you will, on this. Um, if that's what we're going to call it. So Georgia man undergoes a life arts altering limb lengthening surgery. Growing seven inches. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not gonna trust this. I'm not, even if I even if I had the means to doing so and all of that, I still wouldn't trust this because I just feel like his knees is gonna be made of styrofoam. I feel like his his he's gonna have subway sandwiches for joints, and I feel like there's no real way. To under like to to know this work until you've got it. Like you can't show me like yeah we lengthen that person's legs and he's good like nah. And I just feel like how terrible how terrible is the world to where men can't even be their average height. They feel pressured in to growing their height seven inches just to appease other people. This man had to learn how to walk again. Like because of this. So let's look up some facts. How many inches can height surgery add? In most inches, you can expect your bone to grow up to two inches per surgery. So he had seven. No, he had one surgery that grew seven inches. So I guess he had some extra leg. I don't know. I, I guess he found a leg jackpot or whatever. Um, Let's see. This is live, ladies and gentlemen, so you need to know this is a podcast. This is what we do. We do shit in the moment. So, as reported by Fox 5 and Atlanta, people all over the world are enamored by a man who just returned from Turkey. This shit happened in Turkey, where he had surgery to grow from 5 foot 5 inches to 6 feet. Some men view their height as either a blessing or a curse. He always knew he was small and found himself saying those two words. Skilo made a music hit, I wish. I wish he was a little bit taller, but not to be a baller. I don't do sports. So, all right, come on, man. This man, all right. He grows seven inches and don't even want to play no sport. Ain't that the whole point? Or you just, just want to be tall? I feel that, though. I, I guess I understand. But I just feel like no people people want tall folks, but you don't understand. I feel like being tall has some disadvantages. First of all, you can never hide anywhere. If a person was to kick down the door and say, nigga, get on the ground, you're going to be the first person they expect to get on the ground. You're going to be the first person they look at to get on the ground. He's going to look at me and think I'm already on the ground. So I might be able to sneak away. So, hey, 
And also, who really want they back to hurt all day, every day? Who really want to not be able to sit in most cars? Who really want to have to get their shoes sewn together by four baby shoes because they don't have shoes in their size? Who wants that? Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am a short man. No, I do not have a short man complex. Fuck y'all, all all right? That's just what it is. Um, So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we get back, we're going to talk about how America is a two-sided system. Because if you didn't know that already, you must be new to America. And if you didn't know what podcast this is, this is Life is Blue Variety Show. All right, man, salute to Eternal Events Coordinating. If you're looking to make your special moments truly unforgettable, look no further than Eternal Events. From the tender exchange of vows to the joyous celebration of a new life and everything in between, Eternal Events can help you celebrate and cherish all of life's milestones. Whether you're planning an intimate anniversary dinner or dreaming of a grand fairy tale wedding, Eternal Events is your lifelong partner in creating magical experiences from start to to finish. They specialize in curating unforgettable moments that will be etched in your heart forever. I know the owner very well and she has a passion for perfection and a knack for detail. She will ensure that every aspect of your event is flawlessly executed. Get your events planned by Eternal Events, man. I know you're sick of getting Little Caesars and ice cream and calling it a day. Level yourself up. Make sure you tell them Chris sent you. Go to Eternal Events for all your event needs. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Eternal Events Coordinating and on Facebook at Eternal Events. And if you have any inquiries, you can email them at EternalEventsCoordinating at gmail.com or visit their website in their bio. Attention, Cleveland, 27 kids missing between May 2nd and May 16th. Chief Majory warns, unprecedented levels. We can't ignore this. Predators disguised as innocent individuals. Our kids are at risk. Act now. Protect them. Spread the word. Use hashtag Cleveland27. Let's make their faces known. Tips needed. Contact authorities with any information. Our children. Our future. United, we can make a difference. Life is Blue Variety Show. And we're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Life is Blue, the variety show slash podcast slash whatever you want to call it. And I am your host, Chris Blue. And as promised, ladies and gentlemen, this is figuring out, not even figuring out, this is yet another example of how America is a two-sided system. And because we're so used to bad news, I'm actually going to talk about the good ones first. So, I know if you haven't heard, if you have been away from your phone, if you if you've been on an island or something like that, um, there was an incident that went down in Chicago where a man entered into a Chicago fast food restaurant, got to arguing basically into a heated discussion with Miss Carlisha Hood. Kalisha, talking back to the man, arguing with him, you know. After a few minutes of the argument, the guy says, if you keep talking, I'm going to punch you. The guy said that. That's already wrong. Miss Hood kept talking. 
and the guy then proceeded to punch Miss Hood in the face repeatedly. Unbeknownst to him, Miss Hood's 14-year-old son was standing at the door. Just now getting to the door and witnessed his mom being attacked. He then proceeded to pull out a gun. Some would say a fire. Some would say a blick. Whatever you call it. Chopstick. Ruger. Whatever you would like to go at. And he shot at the dude that was assaulting his mother. Hitting him in the back. The guy fled away. The guy turned and run away. And got shot again by the dude, by the 14-year-old. And then the guy subsequently died from his injuries. uh, Days later, she and her son were arrested and was charged initially with the murder of the guy. Since then, it has came out that the prosecutors have decided to drop this case because the burden of proof couldn't be met and dismissed all the charges and they all are there going home scot-free. Let me just go ahead and say this while we're on this topic. I commend that young boy for doing what he did. And I am really, when it comes to gun rights, I don't believe everyone should have one, but that's all right. But I don't believe certain people should have one. And I believe common sense gun laws are the way to go. But in this instance, for this reason, in certain instances, it's different. This is one. Because I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you, if I'm ever in a situation, and for the folks that really truly know me, know what I'm about to say. Because I say it all the time. If I'm ever in a situation where I can see a man or anybody harming my mom and I can have and I have without a shadow of a doubt proof that this is what happened and I see it actually happened it's going down like it's going so far down that one of us probably can't be in the world no more not even on no not even and y'all know me and if you know me you know I ain't even on that big though. Yeah, I walk around with the shit on me. No, I'm not on that. I'm not on that. But if I ever see somebody harm my mom in broad day and think shit is sweet and I got the fire on me, just put it this way. I saw this meme that said the dude walked into a chicken spot and actually left with wings. (laughs) So I wholeheartedly believe that he did the right thing and this this was the right thing to do this was one of the rare times i feel like this the 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 justice system got it right and then shit like this happens so another prosecutor let's see what this one was at in florida i knew it another prosecutor has ruled that there is insufficient evidence to charge murder 
for a mother that got shot because she was knocking on her door. If you had not heard about this, we're talking about Miss Susan Lorenz. She's 58 years old and she is was charged with manslaughter. But she if you in like I don't understand like she's not going to face murder charges and I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I ain't even said what the fuck happened, but just I just can't make it okay. I just can't see how this is a thing. But so if you haven't heard, Miss Lorenz shot through her front door to kill her black neighbor, Miss Ajike AJ Owens, because Miss Owens was knocking on her door after Miss Lorenz earlier became angry at her kids. And actually went as far as to put her hands on her kids and break their stuff. So the mom goes over to the house to hear what's going on, to see what's going on and to see what's up with it. And well, we don't even know if she was on that, but to see what's up with it. What happened and knocks on the door. Miss Lorenz shoots through the door, kills her. And this is stuff that we know happened. And, and not to mention the fact that Miss Owens has made previous, previous reports about this lady using racial slurs and doing all this. Like, she did everything. She reported it. She said, she gave it time and time again, let it slide, let it slide, let it slide. She goes over there and gets killed after all of this. And still ain't gonna get no justice for that? Are you serious? Are you serious? They said that, reading the article from CNN, they said that charging Larynx with murder would require the state to prove Larynx had a depaved mind at the time of the shooting. I feel like that is shown with. with the reports like i feel like that is shown with what that's the whole point of having reports it's a paper trail the shit is so you can refer back to it that's the point because if you're telling me that there's no need to report then you're also telling me i should take the shit in my own hands because y'all not gonna do nothing if i report it like that doesn't make sense None of this makes sense. And I saved this topic for the deep dive because we live in a place where we all, where we want equal rights, right? The whole point, you know, the whole just last few years, we live in this, this place where we just want equality. We're not saying more. We're not saying less. And and I'm saying all this in lieu of the fact that um, just today, the one of the things that actually got many black people in school was reversed today. On of all days. Right. This happened today. Uh, the whole affirmative action thing in the Supreme Court. Affirmative action basically says you cannot take 
race into consideration when allowing a a minutes to a university. Breaking a whole, a, a years-long precedent, right? I mean, this is something that is went, that was put in years ago. And the crazy thing about it is that people make it seem like it, it was on something that we just admitting black people or people of color to universities just because they're black. It's not about that. It's not about that. What it's about is the fact that in most of the country, and I would say the majority of the country, people of color are suffering. They do not have the access to certain things. They do not have the access to certain grants, scholarships, what have you. They don't have the access to that. They don't have the access to places where they can go and learn and things like that. They don't have that same access. So the fact is if it, 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 that would make it seem as if that's almost like saying that you think that they only elect they only allow people into these universities because of their grades. We all know that's not true. That's never been true. It's not just the grades. They're looking at the quality of the character. And you don't think that they find out where you from. And how in the circumstances around you. If you're one if you're coming from some of these poor disenfranchised areas, you don't think that that's gonna go against you? I know a lot of people feel some type of way about this. I know this is one of those issues where you some people go back and forth. But one of the, the a prime example, and I'm going to go into something else after this, but the prime example, one of the Supreme Court justices of the world, Clarence Thomas, voted so this can happen, a black man. And he even said that he knows that he has his education because of affirmative action. And that same black man voted against it so other people can't get the opportunity that was afforded to him. He did that on purpose and then tried to justify it. And then one of my favorite Senate members, one of my favorite Supreme Court judges in Kentaji Brown said and challenged him on it. Like, are you serious? Like, you literally allowing for people to not get the same opportunities you got just for power. Because you don't get nothing out of this. You're an old, decrepit young man. Oh, young man. Old man. You're an old-ass man. You ain't even going to live long enough to see how this truly impacts people. But you're making this decision on their behalf. That's why I don't understand. I don't understand why this is how America works. I think it needs some retooling for sure. For sure. And retooling is the nicest way I can say it. But that's not what this podcast is about. Um, This podcast is about laughing at our problems. I just think this shit is funny how this can happen. And, and it's one of the biggest things that happen in broad day 
and no one has broken character. No one has acted like it's not a thing. We know it's a thing, and it still happens. We live in a place where a person can do one crime, and that one crime has seven different ramifications about it. And depending on the state that that crime happened in, they may get away with it. We have two I different different cases. We have one case where a lady was getting attacked and got and the attacker got shot by her son. And that was and that the charges was dropped. We have uh, the uh, in the same America, we have this case where a woman has been antagonizing this lady and her children for a long time and she finally gets uh, approaches the lady and and wants to get some answers for what happened and dies without even knowing because she gets shot through the door it wasn't even she didn't even have the moxie to approach the lady those same things happen in the same america and there are two different charges one person can't find shit the other person got all the evidence and we know this happened. I just don't understand, man. I think it's I think that is the funniest thing. That is one of the 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 funniest shit. The fun one of the funniest secrets that America has. Because this shit is broad day and ain't nobody saying nothing, my nigga. I don't even know. Was it a meeting? Like, did they have a meeting and say, before I was born, did they have a meeting and say Hey, when some shit go down, that's blatantly racism. We just gonna step around and just dance around it. We gonna call it everything but racism. That's why I don't understand. That's why politics piss me off so much because they'll say some shit like we ain't doing nothing to make sure black people stay in the same area, but they'll say some shit like if your hair shrinks a certain length, you gotta be a slave. What? What? It ain't racist. I just believe that shrinkage is killing this country and those who have shrinkage in their hair must must be punished. They'll say it like that. They won't say black folks. They'll do shit that affects you. They'll do shit that you know that know directly correlates with you. Like some black people live in times where they rely on government services. It's not just black people, but usually in these poor disenfranchised areas, it is black people. From where I'm from, it was a bunch of black people. And the fucked up part about us, and the one critique I will give us, is the fact that the things that could possibly help us, we shun. Black people and just black America for a long time shun the idea of therapy. They still shun the idea of people being on food stamps and things like that. Government assistance. It's already hard enough to love, to live in the motherfucking world as itself. Damn right these niggas should assist. Because they damn sure ain't in courts doing the right shit. You might as well pay for a nigga bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's the critique. That's something we working on. And we're getting better at that. But this shit, the whole court system thing, seems like it's been sitting in the same place for years now. 
So when we want to retool the whole shit, then it's, oh, hell, here we go. The woke left. The woke left. I'm not left. I'm not right. I want center shit. I want a synergy in all of all of America. I want a known basis. Stop doing us dirty and then expecting us not to do some shit back. That's just what it is. So, hey, man. Rest in peace to Miss A.J. Owens. And just... Um, I'm definitely not going to say rest in peace to the buddy that was punching on other shawty. But I also believe that once you learn individual people's stories, you start to understand them as an individual. And it's nothing. For me, one of the best things in the world is getting that, is getting that story, understanding why people lace the way, why people lace their shoes up that certain way, why they talk that certain way. Why they act and move that certain way. I feel like it's once you understand that person's story, then you start to understand why they do certain things. Cause I'm pretty sure that the dude that attacked that attacked that that little that boy that little boy mama, I'm pretty sure his story was sad. Cause there's just no way that you just think it's okay to assault a woman straight up in the daytime. Nigga number one, you going to jail. Even if that didn't happen, you uh, your ass is going to jail. Just because you decided to argue with the lady in a chicken shack, nigga. Come on, man. Come on, man. You were gonna go to jail regardless, dumbass. Now you just didn't. Now you just come on, man. But I just know. I just want to believe that ain't nobody just that fucking stupid. It has to be a reason. You know what I'm saying? It has to be some shit, a, men- a mental defect or something. It has to be something. Like, I don't want to believe that the fucking the, uh, old white lady that killed that, la- that killed that black mom in front of her kids, stuff like that. I don't want to believe that she's just that evil. But a lot of times in the world, it is what it is. And one, hey, it is what it is. Some shit I feel like you just gotta believe. Some shit you just gotta deep dive. Everybody has their own story. But wrong is wrong. But we can't get that right in the place we are. Now, as much as I critique America, I do like where the way we at compared to other countries. But that ain't saying much. That is not saying much. But with that. We're going to go ahead and take our last break of the show. When we get back, I'm going to get you guys out of here and into the rest of your week. Because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you already know what it is. You you know you you know what this is by this point, right? By this point, you know what this is. I believe you know what it is. I ain't gonna, I ain't going to do it. But just in case you didn't. Life is Blue Variety Show. Time. Time is the one resource that is distributed equally among all individuals, regardless of their background, status, or wealth. It is a precious gift that flows through our lives like a relentless wood river, never ceasing and never waiting for anyone. The value of time is immensable, and it is always in our hands to seize it, cherish it, and make the most of every moment just imagine 
that you have been given a magnificent canvas, blank and ready to be filled with your dreams, aspirations, and achievements. This canvas is your life, and each passing second is a brushstroke that shapes the masterpiece you will leave behind. How will you choose to paint your canvas? Will you fill it with bold strokes of purpose, passion, or productivity? Or will you let it remain blank, covered in strokes of regret and missed opportunities? Because the truth is, time waits for nobody. It is a fleeting force that can either propel us towards greatness or leave us behind in a trail of mediocrity. It is not enough to simply exist and let the hours slip away. We must embrace time as our ally, our most precious resource, and use it wisely to craft a life that is meaningful and fulfilling. In the pursuit of our dreams, we often encounter obstacles, setbacks, failures. But it's during these challenging moments that time reveals its true worth. It is during these moments that we learn the importance of resilience, perseverance, and determination. Every setback is an opportunity to grow, to learn, and to become better versions of ourselves. Time gives us the chance to rise from the ashes, to dust ourselves off, and to keep moving forward with renewed vigor. Let us not forget that time is not solely about personal achievement. It is about the connections we forge, the relationships we nurture, and the impact we have on others. In the grand tapestry of life, our interactions with fellow human beings leave the lasting impressions. It is through these moments that time becomes a currency of love, compassion, and empathy. Every minute spent in the service of others, in lending a helping hand, or spreading kindness is time well spent. Stand on the beginning of your desires and stand at the edge of time and understand your time could be up at any moment. Reflect on the canvas of your life. Reflect on the picture that you want painted because a picture's worth time. A picture may be worth a thousand words, but time is worth your life. And that is the mindful moment of this week. All right, man. Salute to Eternal Events Coordinating. If you're looking to make your special moments truly unforgettable, look no further than Eternal Events. From the tender exchange of vows to the joyous celebration of a new life and everything in between, Eternal Events can help you celebrate and cherish all of life's milestones. Whether you're planning an intimate anniversary dinner or dreaming of a grand fairy tale wedding, Eternal Events is your lifelong partner in creating magical experiences from start to finish. They specialize in curating unforgettable moments that will be etched in your heart forever. I know the owner very well and she has a passion for perfection and a knack for detail. She will ensure that every aspect of your event is flawlessly executed. Get your events planned by Eternal Events, man. I know you're sick of getting Little Caesars and ice cream and calling it a day. Level yourself up. Make sure you tell them Chris sent you. Go to Eternal Events for all your event needs. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Eternal Events Coordinating and on Facebook at Eternal Events. And if you have any inquiries, you can email them at Coordinating at gmail.com or visit their website in their bio. Attention, Cleveland, 27 kids missing between May 2nd and May 16th. Chief Majorie warns, unprecedented levels. We can't ignore this. Predators disguised as innocent individuals. Our kids are at risk. Act now. 
protect them. Spread the word. Use hashtag Cleveland27. Let's make their faces known. Tips needed. Contact authorities with any information. Our children, our future. United, we can make a difference. Welcome to Life is Blue. We are the leading podcast that provides the most up-to-date news, entertainment, and stories. Our podcast offers something for everyone, which makes us the perfect choice for advertisers. Advertisers will gain access to our large network of listeners and potential customers. We give you the opportunity to target your desired audience and make sure your product or service gets the attention it deserves. Our competitive rates makes us the perfect choice for businesses looking to reach a wide audience. Plus, you'll get access to our dedicated support team who are available seven days a week to help you get the best results from your advertising campaigns. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to reach new customers and promote your business. Contact us today for more information about your advertising packages. Thank you for considering Life is Blue for your advertising needs. Life is Blue Variety Show. And we're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. I really hope you enjoyed that mindful moment of this week. I really hoped that hit you in the feels because it came straight from my feels. It came from the heart. The heart, ladies and gentlemen. From the chest. Nah, but I have those mindful moments in there. Sometimes they, they remind myself, man, because I'm just a person going through it just like y'all are. But real quick before we get out of here, I do have to announce that your boy your dog, your main, main, the main of mains, the realest of them all. Chris Blue has reopened his YouTube channel. And it is now the home for the Life is Blue variety show. Yes. Yep. For all the people who was too damn lazy to download a podcast and that this is for you you lazy bastard you can now watch and listen to the podcast on youtube at cjb dash tv you can find it on youtube uh the episodes are going to drop staggered so the audio version of this one's going to be out and then next wednesday the video portion is going to be out and ask for the rest of the uploads so it's gonna be a little minute to catch up to this actual episode but once we do you can find that shit on youtube and you can also find me chris blue on instagram at imcjblue you can also find the podcast on instagram at life is blue pod you can also find me again at chris blue comedy on facebook you can also find life is blue pod on facebook as well you can also follow me on tiktok because if this podcast gets to where i want it to go I'm gonna do a TikTok dance. I'm gonna do one of them weird ass, you know, one of them, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do one of them, you know, one of them shits. Good old TikTok dance. And um Yeah. That's it, y'all. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Just as much as I enjoyed making it. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Brush your teeth, wash your face. Wash your ass. Don't have raw sex unless you want to. Take care of your kids. Stop being a fuck nigga. And we gone.